Hello, and welcome to the Bad Pipes Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Kelly, and with me today, as always, me, Andrew Weaver. Andrew Weaver. Now, Scott, before we actually get started here, I have a question for you. All right. Okay. I was scrolling <clears throat> on Reddit. Okay. Uh, there is no greater hive of scum and villainy, uh, as we all know. Uh, 4chan, maybe. Um, and this was just in the popular tab, and mm-hmm. it was uh, from Our Face Palm. Now, the title of this is Fellas, Is It Gay to Enjoy Sex with a Woman? <laughs> it takes the form of a letter. Oh, no. Men. A man who moans during sex is an effeminate man or even a white knight. He probably licks the perineum, too. A driver doesn't talk when driving. It is the car that squeaks and squirts. Leave moaning and screaming to women. Conquer and dominate her. Hashtag masculinity Saturday. Oh, my God. So, is this like, is this going to be the new segment? Like, we start out every... How does that make you feel? I, it makes me laugh, that's for sure. When you're busting down southern style on a girl. <laughs> southern style? When you're slamming down big style on a girl. Animal uh, style? This is in and out? In and out? Animal style? In and out. Are you ever tempted to moan effeminately? <laughs> we, we should start every episode out with some... Some form of Reddit nonsense. Some debauchery that I saw on the internet. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I could read you one I actually have from it. You know, I don't, I, we, maybe we should leave this for another time because it was actually a post from the Okeechobee Music Festival group. Gross. About a man's interesting experience with a, uh, a woman in his tent. And it, it's long. I don't, I don't know if I should get into it, but. Mm. Okay, okay. Maybe save it for next time. Yeah, you know that we'll start we'll start on next episode with it. All right. So It's a good one. Next up, uh as you know, we start every show with the news. Newsy news, big news. I got some news for you. What's the news? I keep getting men's Botox ads. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of it. Um I, maybe maybe it'll help with, you know, the brain stuff. Look. All I'm trying to say is, if you're the kind of guy who who looks at his forehead and goes, Oh, getting sort of craggly up there. I think think that you make effeminate monsters. (laughs) I'm just saying, maybe they're they're targeting you, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Like, you know, people get Botox up with migraines. Maybe they're trying to give you Botox up with seizures. What? People get Botox to help with migraines. I I didn't I wasn't aware of that, and then I saw some someone from high school we were friends with posted on their Facebook about like having issues with chronic migraines and then getting some Botox treatment for it. So apparently it's a thing. I don't know, but is that just like facial tension? I guess it it could be. Maybe maybe that's what caused it. Maybe it's, it's a very like odd one. I mean, she was kind of a bitch, so like you know, maybe maybe from like <laughs> constantly having. It? Huh? Who was it? I I can't talk to them. I'm not edit the name out. Edit the name out. Who was it? Rebecca St. George. 
Uh, you have terrible taste in women. I know. Not now. Not anymore. Uh, so anyway, look. All I'm trying to say is men's Botox ads. All right. Leave Botox to the women. Okay. (laughs) 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 Women are supposed to age like porcelain. Okay. Botoxed up. No crags. No crags. Men are supposed to turn into leather. Supposed to turn into. Supposed to become Gandalf. Yeah, Gandalf. uh, Professor X Xavier. I guess it's it's Gandalf if you keep your hair. It's Professor Xavier if you if you bald. Could you imagine if he had a full head of hair? That looked so odd. It would. I. I yeah. He he's got to be bald. He's got to be just like completely hairless. I don't think that man has any any hair anywhere on his body. What? Just imagine it. Picture it. No, I, I'm pretty sure he has a pretty hairy chest. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure he's taking his shirt off and like. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Professor X specifically. That's what I'm talking about. And like uh, in the comics, or like like in the in some of the movies. No, or I'm something? talking about Sir Patrick. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like the character, uh, Professor X. Yeah, dude, he fucks. He's got. I, got. I picture him just a hairless, just like a baby seal, completely hairless, flopping around. No, because he has eyebrows. I don't know. He has eyebrows. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Are you certain? Yeah. Are you Googling it right now? I'm going to look up a comic picture of him. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, speaking of uh, X-Men, um, also in the news, uh, Victoria Alonzo has left Marvel. Are you are you familiar with Miss Alonzo's work? No. She's been an executive producer on a number of Marvel products, but she's been a... She's been a producer at Marvel for a pretty long time, since I believe 05. Um, she's also... Is that your phone chiming? That's not my phone. That's odd. Is that your phone chiming? No. My phone don't chime. <laughs> How unprofessional. Anyway, uh, she's the one that was quoted as, uh, there's so many women... I'm butchering this quote, by the way, but it's only to make her sound worse. (laughs) She's the one that said something basically along the lines of, like, the X-Men are outdated. Like, there's so many women. Why are they called the X-Men? You know? It's it's not my phone. Is it your phone? No, it's not my phone. (laughs) Is someone else's phone here? (laughs) It must be. Spooky. Yeah. Oh well. Someone's um, pranking us. But yeah, were you paying attention for that, or do I need to? Oh yeah, yeah. Say no, about, about they they should you know just change it to the X woman. It's just the X woman now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, a lot of people have said, or it's rumored, you know, so alleged that she was uh, ousted because a number of the latest Marvel movies have have just, I mean, they, they haven't, A, they haven't been good. B, they haven't made as much money as they needed to make. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I've just, when it comes to a lot of the Disney expanded content, Marvel, Star Wars, all that, I really haven't been following because it just hasn't been good. Like, I don't know, after, after like, Avengers, like, 
once we got past all that i i haven't followed like any any of the marvel yeah i haven't movies. cared since the thanos stuff yeah because it's just like i feel like they burned through like the best marvel content and then it's like i don't know you're pushing out like some pretty mediocre stuff yeah. now well i mean i will say i am excited for the what is it like deadpool and uh wolverine i think that'll be good to be honest i've never seen any of the deadpool movies yeah but you've also never read a comic so i've have i've, I've read some comics name one i mean i've i've read some of the marvel stuff I've, I've read like you know i read through like the civil war like the actual like you know you read through the civil war run yeah. of comics yeah I know. The I know, Marvel Civil War. I know a little bit of it. I, I I don't think I've read through the entire thing. I don't I think believe I read you. I believe. I think you read the Wikipedia for it. Definitely not. <laughs> I definitely didn't just read the Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure, based on that grin you just did, <laughs> you I would, didn't read the comic. You I just would read never only read the Wikipedia and what it's about. You know who definitely would? Jake. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I think they both would. Yeah, I've read a number of the uh, Deadpool runs. They're actually the only like superhero. See my fingers up in the air. Yeah, for all of our audio listeners, my fingers are up in the air. Um, yeah, and if you're watching this on YouTube, um, you're probably the phone that's hidden in this room somewhere because <laughs> I don't know how we're, we're not we're not visually recording this. It's all on audio. <laughs> well, there it is again. They know. They Where? they hear us. Where is it? Anyway, uh, Deadpool is actually the only like superhero comics I've read. Um, I've read a lot more of the Star Wars comics than. Um, yeah, I haven't really read any of those, but I know some of the stuff that happens to them because that I did read the Wikipedia for. <laughs> for, for Star Wars comics, yeah, just on some of the characters and stuff, especially when you get into like the whole like. Who's better, Boba Fett, Jango Fett? Like, oh, everyone fights over that. I mean, it's the same guy. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> I just always, I always appreciate the story of like Jango Fett. But I don't know. It was like twelve Jedi under Count Dooku back in the day, and he like fights them all like barehanded. Like, yeah, takes I mean, him out. He barely gets out, but yeah, but I mean, that's a lot. Twelve, twelve v one. Yeah, most of them were like low-ranking kind that's, of people. That's fair. That's fair. But still, that's like still well outnumbered. Like he didn't go toe to toe with Dooku, really. And then I know you have like Boba Fett and the whole like Darth Vader thing. Everyone's like, oh yeah, he went like head to head with Vader, and I don't know. Vader like respected him for it. Yeah, but this is none of this is canon anymore, right? I don't think any of that's canon anymore. Yeah, it's, it's no. gone. Doesn't no, matter because uh, my favorite run of comics for Star Wars actually was the Tales of the Jedi stuff. Which, if that name sounds familiar to you, it's because they just did a little animated show called Tales of the Jedi. Uh, they probably, I had, they probably had no relation at all to it, did it? Zip zero nada. <laughs> it was about fucking Ahsoka, Dooku, Qui Gon, and Obi Wan. Yeah, and it had absolutely nothing to do hey, with hey. Hey. What? Can we just get some new fucking what? characters in here? Can we get some new fucking characters in here? Oh, can we we're stop? Going just, to. Can we just stop that, beating the other thing I was all about the to old get characters to. into the ground? Uh, the other thing for the uh, newsy news, my third and final piece, mm -hmm. unless you have more, 
is uh, Lucasfilm is being sued for wrongful termination by Karen McCarthy, who was yeah. working on this is this is the Acolyte. The Acolyte, and she she got ousted after like a couple weeks, right? Like she worked for a couple weeks, and they were like, eh, "You're done." Yeah, yeah. Um, she's a pretty big name. She was an executive producer on Ballers, I believe that was on yeah. HBO. Never watched um, it, but yeah, I recognize was that the, the name. One? I think it was The Rock. The Rock? Yeah. yeah. Um, I never watched it. But goes to show you, you know, she's not no one. Um, she was also offered a executive producer role with, uh, I believe the show was called Sugar, or the project title was Sugar, mm-hmm. for Apple TV. And it would have made her the, uh, what she had been offered for it would have made her the highest paid uh, producer with Apple, Damn. I believe. That's pretty crazy. Um, I could be wrong there. I could Apple, be Apple's been good female producer. Apple's been putting out some good content. Let me just say that. I mean, they're super hit or miss. Well, I mean, from the two shows I've actually watched, which is uh, Ted Lasso, which I love, and Severance, which I extra loved. That was still, so far, like, one of the best shows I've watched in, in years, in my opinion. <clears throat> anyway, um, the Acolyte... I'm going to be honest here. I'm not sounding, I'm not feeling too excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard what it's supposed to be about? No, I haven't really looked into it. I just, I saw that. I, I did see the news article even before you mentioned it, you know, about that being a part of the segment. Um, I did see something about her getting fired and the lawsuit and everything going on with that. Yeah. So I. I'm not sure if the Acolyte is supposed to be about Revan or taking place during, like, Revan's stuff going on, which would be a pretty big departure from most of their projects because that'd be, like, I think two, three, four hundred years uh, before, like, the Battle of Yavin or whatever, you know, like that zero year for most of the calendars and stuff whenever you're looking at Star Wars things. Yeah. Um um, or it's supposed to be about Reba or Re- Reva Re- Rev Reba. Re- I have no idea. Re- I don't know. What's her name from Kenobi? I didn't watch Kenobi. You watched enough Kenobi to watch the parkour champion of the world. I watched like. <laughs> Jesus, I watched like you know what I'm talking. That was like first or second episode. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I, that's all I watched, and like I think I I think I let it just like fade from my brain. At, like I was like, okay, I'm I'm just done with this. Well, you know, in our rewatch, you're eventually gonna have to watch through the whole thing, right? Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm I'm excited for the rewatch because as someone, as we discussed before, this is you know I think we can preface this any of the Star Wars talk in this segment with like this is coming from two perspectives: one of someone who has kept up with all of the new series and all the new content we've been given and someone who watched like the Mandalorian and two episodes of Kenobi and was like, fuck this. I'm going to just not, but now I will. Cause I've heard Andor's good. Andor is good. So well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, Andor I'm pretty excited is. to get all caught up with, with everything out there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I guess uh, this is kind of news, kind of our main topic, was that uh, we do plan on watching through 
all of the live action Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And I kind of got to preface it with live action there because I don't feel like watching through the Clone Wars Wars. or Rebels again. Um, They end well, but there's a lot of filler in there. And. Yeah, I don't I've, I've watched a little it. bit of like I, I've started the Clone Wars and like tried to watch through it, and it it's just a lot. If you need to find one of those like, uh, oh, what's the word? Like a bridge list of like episode lists. Yeah, that'd be that makes sense. Kind of like what do that. the Naruto list where they cut out all the filler ups. Which is like half the entire series of original Naruto. Well, that's because Naruto sucks, and anyone who watches it is uh, was great. has got brain rot. You know what? Naruto's <laughs> one of my OGs. I love it, and and Shippuden will always have a place. Naruto in my heart. sucks. Believe it. But One Piece is better. <laughs> one Piece is the best. One anime. Piece, more like one big piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you shit on everything I love? Because <laughs> I fucking hate weebs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we plan on rewatching through Star Wars, going through them by the theatrical release date. So starting at New Hope and then, you know, four, five, six, one, two, three, and then, ah, fuck, I think seven. I don't know. Should we do like seven, eight, nine, and then Rogue One and Solo, or should we put Rogue One and Solo? So, are we we're planning to watch this in theatrical release order, or are we? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, we'll just do it theatrical release re- release order, no right. matter what. Just like do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch that. Watch that CGI get better and better. <laughs> As the plot gets worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah speaking of the acolyte real quick yeah um it says here uh, originally reported back in april 2020 the acolyte is a female-centric star wars serial set roughly 100 years prior to the events of star wars the phantom menace i'm sorry it's that when uh 100 years prior to the events of star wars the phantom menace uh and it will explain how the sith infiltrated the jedi that's all we got it'll ex. Oh, wait, wait. Here, I here's, feel like my brain just here, fucking snapped. It'll explain how the Sith infiltrated the Jedi. Yeah, here's a here's an actual quote. I, I believe this is from um, Daphne Keene, who is one of the actors. Um, the Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Oh, no, wait, this is just from Lucasfilm's description of the project. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. There you go. That's it. That's what we got. Why does everything have to be connected? Yeah. I, I just want, like, just throw us way the fuck back. Just throw us way back in, like, <laughs> Old Republic. That's what I want. Actually, that reminds uh, me of a quote from... Uh, there was like a review uh, or a comment or something I saw about that Tales of the Jedi show. And someone mm-hmm. was like, oh, it, uh, yeah, it like just came out. Is it good? And then the next person who replied to it was like, I mean, the animation's pretty good and the story's not bad. If you can, you know, if you can stomach Filoni in the background of every scene jerking himself off. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, it's just again it goes back to can we get some new fucking characters and can we just get some like like take us out of like just all this like send us way back like there's so much good content that can be done about the old republic here's the thing it's called star wars yeah. give us some fucking wars again <laughs> huh no all you get is friendship <laughs> and love <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was... God, dude, I can hear so many... Whenever the Acolyte starts becoming more popular because it's going to be like coming out soon or whatever, I can mm-hmm. already hear like all the fucking YouTube talking heads being like, they're MCU and Star Wars now! Female Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I just want good content. I just want good stories. Yeah, if it's good, I don't fucking care, man. Yeah. But, but, but again, we try to we're trying to make everything centric around to like this one particular point in time when there's so much like there's so much history and all within the Star Wars universe. It could be like milk that, milk that a little bit, just like yeah, you know, yeah. I also heard like I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but they were I believe they were working on a, a new Knights of the Old Republic. And they, like, scrapped it or something. That's what I heard. They were... Yeah, they were going to... They weren't gonna... They were doing a remake. Yeah. I know I heard that. I thought they were doing a new one. I thought they were going to do, like, a number three. No. They were just remaking the the first one to, like, canonize it. Since they deleted it from canon. Hmm. But... There's a weird spot because a lot of the Revan stuff comes into the Old Republic, which is in a weird spot in canon because uh, it started before things got decanonized and it has been going on through the recanonization of things, you know. I, I hate this. This needs to be said, but. Th- they fucked up so hard decanonizing all of the legend stuff. Oh, I agree. <clears throat> the whole there like, was a expanded universe was so good. Well, it's just like why? Why'd you just? So many of the like hardcore fan base loved that shit. Why wouldn't you just milk that? You would have so many more people invested in watching your content if you're like if you're releasing things around like the original legends. Like yeah. Just don't not like instead of removing it from canon, just film like you. You only have to hire writers. You've got, you've got it right there. It's like well, it's the done. thing is, is uh, if those writers are still alive, yeah. you bring them in to work on the script. Or yeah, even that, and you you bring in like whoever originally wrote the book or whatever, yeah. and you bring in someone else new. So like they could have, they could have made like. A Thrawn trilogy, right? Yeah. That just takes place a little later in the story than the original Thrawn stuff did. So, like, originally Thrawn came in whenever Luke was, like, before he had rebuilt, like, any, had, like, students or anything. So, like, he's still basically by himself figuring things out. Um, But he's, like, a young dude still. Yeah. you could have just like had it take place a little later but mm-hmm. i think what they plan on doing is actually bringing thrawn into the mandalorian stuff mm-hmm. and i think 
the Ahsoka stuff whenever that comes out. Because hmm. I think that's going to be a little bit of a end cap for Rebels. Yeah. Because where Rebels ended, uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to spoil the end of Rebels now. I haven't, I haven't seen it either to tell you listeners out there, so <laughs> I'm about to have it spoiled for me. And I have no choice. I'm stuck here. Thrawn and the main character, Ezra Bridger, uh, blast off into the light speed zone. And, uh-huh. um, oh, you know what? I, I already knew this. Do you know why I knew this? Because why you know this? Because um, you be- looked up what the fucking whales were in the last um, episode of... No. What <laughs> was it? Was it... Uh, I think it was... Yeah, I think it, I think it had to do with the the Mandalorian and when they like go to contact a Jedi or someone like before we find out it's Luke and people are like, oh, who could it be? Like, was it that one uh, or was it a different? Were there, were there like rumors or something? Oh, it could be Ezra Bridger. Yeah, every, everyone was like, there's something around like, oh, there's like some Jedi they're trying to honest. contact who's like a. I have no interest in seeing Ezra Bridger live action, but if they brought in Cal Kestis, the dude from the game, I'd, Redhead I'd Kid, with that. I like that actor. I forget what yeah. his name is. Don't know what um, his name is. Mana, Montague, Monahan, something. Mana, Mama Namaha. I can't remember. <clears throat> something very Irish sounding. It's, uh, hold on. Here. Anyway, if they brought him in, I would be pretty excited for it because I think he's uh, a little bit of an underrated actor. Cameron Monaghan. Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, yeah he's pretty he's good. good. He was in Shameless. and he's, He was in, uh, what was it, Gotham as yeah. like the Joker or whatever. Yeah, I think he was the Joker. Yeah. But no, I, I do like him. And I think, I don't know, I think it'd be dope to do like a live action. It's pretty Cal cool Kestis. when he said that classic line, I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Is that actually what he said? <laughs> I'm like, I, I haven't watched Gotham, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Dude. Read a meme, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not chronically online. Um, so basically, uh, to get back to the why we're going to be rewatching Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, obviously we both want to talk about Star Wars, but there's too much to talk about in one sitting. Um, so basically, uh, this is how we're breaking it up. So... We'll just be discussing um, we just got discuss, discussing it episode by episode, and hopefully this we'll feels be... Like, this feels like a book club now. This is like, I, I have assignments. I got to go watch Star Wars and report back. We yes. have to discuss. Well, I mean, you don't read, so... <laughs> I don't. I should. I should start. Dude, I've gotten so, so many books lately. I'm, I'm going to read The Neuromancer, for sure. Are you actually... Yes, you know what? Yeah, I should I should start reading again. So yeah, I'll read I'll read the Neuromancer. Well. <laughs> I'll see it when I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's a lot of love, a lot of hate in Star Wars. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean we've already been ragging on it this, like this entire time. All right, do you want me to catch you up on what's been going on in the Mandalorian? Yeah, I, yeah, because I, I am going to watch it, but like, I don't. I'm, All right. I don't so, care. luckily, since we're recording on a Wednesday, I was able to watch today's episode, which means I'll have mm-hmm. not only last week's episode, which was episode three, but also today's episode, this week's episode, which is episode episode four. three, right? 
<laughs> last week's episode episode three this week's episode episode four uh i don't know what episode titles are because uh i don't know how to read um so last week uh was episode three uh everything with din was good all right so there was like some little like ship fight and that was cool and i was like yay uh mandalorian is going on uh then like immediately that ended uh and I think it comes back up at the end of the episode. Him and Bo-Katan. Uh, Have sex. Nah. Nice. But, uh, uh, j- just, I don't know if they're going for like a romance kind of thing. Uh-oh. But it does feel like she's slowly stepping into more of like a like a mommy role for Ooh. Grogu. <laughs> mommy and daddy. <laughs> um, just so you know, the episodes don't have titles. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, well, so... That's what I said. I said the episodes don't have titles, and I know that because I know how to read. Well, I'm stupid. So, <laughs> I don't I don't know how to read. We already went over this. I don't read. <laughs> for, our audio, for our audio listeners, I just fucking gaslit him so bad. <laughs> um, They're just chapters. So, like, episode three, this is, we're, talk, we're talking about dude, chapter Dude, if you don't shut up, I swear I'm going to fart. <laughs> we're, talking about, <laughs> we're talking about chapter 19. Did you hear that? I didn't know. Yeah, well. Bratwurst, green beans, and uh, mashed potatoes. Damn, <laughs> that was dinner, baby. <laughs> um, all right, so beginning of the episode, they have, like, their little shit battle. End of the episode, they show up at, like, this Mandalorian conclave, and they've, like, redeemed themselves because they had at one point taken their helmets off and were no longer considered... Uh, Mandalorian in the eyes of the children of the watch, right? Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting thing because if they're children of the, I forget what they're called, the death watch or the whatever, like those guys mm-hmm. were pretty bad in the yeah. lore. So I'm interested to see where this stuff goes. Hmm. Um, so basically they got accepted and now they just both got to stay in and keep their helmets on like good boys and girls. And, uh, mommy yeah. and daddy can't so, kiss if they got to keep the helmets on. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they can't kiss cause they haven't held hands yet. Oh shit. And they're not married. <laughs> Duh. Idiot. True. True. <laughs> um, now here's where things went bad. Okay. And I'm not the only person that got mad about this. Me and all of the rest of the internet also got mad about this because we've, we've been putting up with three episodes now of a whole lot of like boring stuff. They've been like over telling you things. They're like giving you fucking lore dumps constantly. And you're like, shut up, shut up. Show me the show. Show me the show. Shut up. Stop talking at me. Um, so for this fucking episode, it feels like there's a 45-minute side plot where they take the doctor character from the first season who was like the cloning doctor and was trying to get the the baby uh, yeah. so that they can get, you know, secret cloning nonsense from it. Um, it's just this stupid, boring side plot. And it's like overly drawn out. It takes so fucking long. And at the end of it, you're just sitting there going like, what was the point of that? Like, look how much effort was spent to get close to him, you know? Yeah. Uh, So basically, 
what happens is uh, he's like back with the the new republic or whatever the fuck they're called now mm-hmm. and <clears throat> he's in like a rehabilitation kind of thing to make sure he do- like doesn't go back to the empire or Weird. some shit like like a work release program kind of thing okay. um that's yeah that's a little weird it's it's a little odd he's got like a parole officer he's like he's like living in a halfway house yeah they're just like yeah, yeah no fully, we gotta keep yeah. our eyes on you yeah yeah it's like an interview with a robot every day like yeah that's weird have you been angry with any of your co-workers and he's like no like what the fuck yeah um so then, while he's in this, like, halfway house, he notices, like, one of the officers uh, that was on the same ship as him is there as well. And she's, you know, she's got, like, a nice butch cut, and she's, like, a, uh, you know, there's, like, it's implied, it's implied there's, like, a friendship kind of thing going on, mm-hmm. but it it could be like a friends to lovers kind of trope, you know? Uh, um, hmm. But then at the end, she betrays him because she has gotten him to sneak onto an old Imperial uh, Star Destroyer to get into one of their mobile labs so that he can do experiments. And uh, then she betrays him on mm-hmm. the way out and he gets arrested and... Uh, and they're like, we have these these things, and he calls them a mind flare. And I go, oh no, man, why they gotta do that? Why yeah. they gotta do that? Why like, they gotta call it the mind flare? Yeah, like that. That like, seems like too like D and D Stranger Things like sort of vibes. Like the yeah. fact that like Stranger Things like it. Don't get me wrong, I like Stranger Things. It's it's a good series, but like. Like and I get I get what they're going with because like they're they're you know they all play D and D and all Stranger that. Stranger like, Things is vanilla, okay? Yeah, it, it is a little bit. <laughs> I I see I see it for what it is. It's very like uh, for me it's very surface. Like, I see it for what it is. Like it's just got like surface value. Like it, it doesn't seem that deep. It's entertaining, but I don't know. I like my shit to have like good lore. I want to be thick, thick with the lore. <laughs> Wet with lore. <laughs> dripping with lore filthy filthy I like to get in that lore and just roll around I like, I like, I like my, my lore to make effeminate moans what was I saying? <laughs> um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, oh, the mind flare yeah. so, so then he gets arrested and mm-hmm. he's like this is a mind flare and they're like no we turn it way down and it just helps like ease the the ptsd and the harsh memories from being in in the empire out or some fucking bullshit and then uh and then she's like do you do you mind if i stick around uh because like he's still my friend you know, mm-hmm. and then the like the Republic doctor guy that's supposed to be like in charge of this thing is like, yeah, sure. And then they all leave, and they just leave her in there, 
in the room with him and she fucking cranks that shit up to 11 and he's like ow and then like that's the end of the fucking the whole fucking thing and you're like what was the point of this was this just episode three this was episode three Okay. okay, so now you watch episode four. Um, quick, quest, quick question before you go on to episode four. Yes. Do you, because like, it sounds like they're, are they trying to like villainize like the Republic in a way? It sounds like they're trying to go a sort of like postmodern, like everyone's kind well, of bad. Well, that's, because remember, they, they kind of pulled that with, um, which one was it? it? It wasn't, was it The Last Jedi? It was the one where, of like... Of course it was The Last Jedi. It, the it was Last the one, Jedi ruined everything. Yeah, it was It was the one where they, they're, like, at the little, like, casino world thing, and they're, like, casino they're gambling, or, or, like, the, the one... Rich people are evil. Yeah, it's the one... Rich people are evil, because yeah. they don't pay my bills. Well, yeah, it was the one dude who was, like, oh, yeah, like, they're selling guns to the Empire, but look who else they're selling the weapons to. Hello? Sorry, I was fucking with my mic half that time. Yeah, I've been trying to fuck with mine because I don't know. I feel like I feel like the sound quality is not as going to be as good this episode. Probably because we're both punching our mics. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so basically, at the end of that whole fucking episode, I was like, okay, what was the point? Like, I'm sitting there thinking because I'm like, that was so fucking boring, right? Yeah. Because you just watch them like become friends and then like him sure. Her betray him. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck was the point of that? Because nothing comes of it. Yeah. Um and so like literally it was I was just sitting here taking notes and being like, look how much effort was spent to get close to him. Isn't that mm-hmm. insidious? <laughs> and then I fucking I, I write, no, just boring. It was just it was yeah. just boring. You know? <laughs> and then like they fucking tease you at the end and they go back to the Mando and they, they do that like, you guys are both welcome back to the Conclave. Even you, Bo-Katan. And she's like, oh, shit. And like me, me being someone of, you know, Culture. above double-digit IQ is like, oh, they're g-. like the begin like the end of the last episode, I was like, oh, she went into the waters as well. So she's also like, purified now so yeah as long as she has her helmet on and like they mm-hmm. make a distinct effort or uh uh intentionally the opening shot of her is her sitting there with her helmet on hmm. and i was like oh that's weird because normally she takes her fucking helmet off like all the time yeah because it's a uh, katie Sackoff and people will want to look at her yeah <clears throat> so Episode four, much better episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like this is the first episode uh, this season where I haven't been like frustrated about something, um, or at least like realistically frustrated. Uh, yeah. Like there was a minor plot contrivance, but in the end, you end up forgiving it because it it gets you closer to like how the show felt in the first season, which I'll get to there. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So basically little plot synopsis here. This one's a lot faster. Uh, Okay. It's uh, Den and uh, Bo-Katan and Grogu are at the little Mandalorian conclave. Uh, Some fighting stuff goes on. Wait, Uh, Grogu. I think you mean baby Yoda. Yeah, so he is uh, learning how to fight yeah. with, like, the other kids. And he's cheating because he has the Force. 
Um, is he like older now or something? Like, is he like no? He's just like he's still just like good old Grogu, but like yeah. now he now he fights. Uh, now he does flips and shit. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, now now okay, I gotta watch this now. Now I'm actually kind of okay. hyped. You're saying that now, but it's a puppet doing a flip. <laughs> That's I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Wait, it's not CGI. No, it's, it's a puppet. Here, you'll like this even more. It's paintball. Wait, what? It's paint. It's a wrist like a wrist yeah. launcher. For the audio listeners, I'm <laughs> holding my arm up and pointing at my wrist. It's a wrist dart launcher, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you've seen them at different points, like, shoot fucking darts out of their, like, wrist rocket kind yeah. of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a three-shot wrist launcher that does paintballs. Wait, what? <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, it's got, like, three little holes. Mm-hmm. They go, and I'll shoot three darts. It's kind of cool. It, it as a as a ex paintball kid uh, is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I take that onto the field. I mean, I used to wear a fucking Empire helmet or a mask. I used to have an Empire invert mini. I was. Yo, you were all Empire. I huh. I was all empire. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to send you to your parole officer. Do <laughs> we gotta rehabilitate you? <laughs> the empire will rise again, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you would think you'd think it would have been done after um, you know, after episode six, and then you know, nope. it just came right back. Yep. And then we just like we got like a new hope part two with episode seven. It's literally just like shot for shot, a new hope reskinned. Yeah, uh, kind of. I I remember the first time watching that movie, and I left the theater going, "This was just like a new hope." It's the again. same, but worse. We'll get there. We'll get there, and we yeah. can talk about it when, when when we watch that. When we watch it, um, which we're starting with, dude. Where we're, is we're doing we're doing theatrical release again, right? Which means we're doing four. Five six four five six one two three one two three seven eight nine seven eight nine. Well, then, seven. Well, I think it's seven. Rogue One eight solo nine. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Have you watched Solo before? I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I watched it a while after it came out because I, I think I think it was during quarantine or something, hmm. and I was like. I've never seen Solo, and I, I think I actually did. I Dude, think I saw it in the good theater with the chairs that move. Oh shit! The D, like D box or yeah, whatever. Yeah, D box. Oh, Shelby was like, "I don't want to do that. I get and motion you, sickness." You're forced and I said, it anyways. I said, I said, I said, I said, I said. <laughs> Shelby, please. <laughs> so Shelby, please, can we get to see the like Star Wars and we watch it? And then she said, "Fine." What a great girlfriend. She yeah. she sacrificed potentially getting motion sickness for you. To yeah, enjoy and she's so beautiful the and quality. so funny. Wow, look at you, look at you go. Yeah, I'm um, really lucky to have such a super hot girlfriend. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I actually think I I watched through the movies in chronological order during quarantine. So I did like, I guess it would have been. Is there anything before one? One, two, three. <laughs> is there anything 
before one. Rogue one. One, two, three. Rogue one. Solo? Uh, A New Hope. Oh, yeah, I know. Solo Solo's would... Solo would be before would Rogue it, One. Yeah, I was going to say, it's before Rogue One as well. So, yeah, Rogue One, Solo... Or no, Solo, Rogue One. One, two, three, Solo. Rogue One. Rogue One. Four, four five, five, six. six seven, eight, eight nine. nine. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I watched it. Mm. I mean, it was, it was good. Here's what I don't get. Hey. Uh, never mind. I was going to make fun of the fat stormtroopers from 789, but... Oh, well, uh, yeah. You can't, don't fat shame. Don't fat shame. Why they gotta be balloon boys? I just don't get why they didn't make them look cooler. Why did they make everything worse in those movies? That that's that was, you got the fucking BMX bandits. I, <laughs> well, and I was about to say because like, if they just if they didn't have seven eight nine, if they like made better movies, it would have been great because it's like you start out with like real shit. Like you start like one two three, and you're like this is these are pretty shit, and then Dude, it just I'm gets better you, from there. EA Battlefront. Two, anytime I had to play as the resistance, and I saw, I had to fucking look at the character selection screen, and I saw that <laughs> stupid fucking BMX helmet. It made me so fucking angry. Okay, I don't want to be a fucking BMX guy. All right, and then like you're playing as the like Hoth, you're playing on Hoth, mm-hmm. and you get to see the rebels there, and they look like dudes that are actually ready for war, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, dude's ready for war. No one's got their fucking BMX helmet on. <laughs> so fucking stupid. I didn't know you felt felt that passionate about it. Yeah, man. Star Wars <laughs> used to look cool. Now it looks fucking stupid. Yeah. They're, it's, it's because they're trying to do too much with it. They're just like, how can we make a, a new Stormtrooper? Another one. <laughs> Take a, make him red. Make him red. <laughs> Sith Trooper. Um, Sith Trooper. I'm gonna say Stormtrooper, no. but red. In in the next in the next year, yeah, they're gonna give us a green Stormtrooper. No fucking way, yep. dude. And within the next year, or blue? They won't no, do it. I think it'll be blue first. They won't blue, do it. Blue first. We already got camo clone troopers. That was cool. That's fair. But blue, st- blue, blue Stormtrooper. He unheaded them. He unheaded them. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chewbacca said, true enough, <laughs> short Kang. <laughs> Threw him up on his shoulder and uh, trundled on out of there. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> You were still going through the the whole plot and the or the everything oh yeah. So then one of these four. kids gets stolen by a big fucking bird. I think they call it a raptor, but it was a mm-hmm. a big like dinosaur looking like T Rex pterodactyl kind of thing. Yeah. Steals the kid, and they're like, "Don't shoot it. If you shoot it, it'll kill the kid." Um, I was like, "Whoa!" And they're like, "And we know because that's happened before." And I was like damn they killing kids off screen in this show <laughs> she <clears throat> so then uh bo-katan being the only uh brained individual uh mm-hmm. rather than jetpacking after the bird and running out of fuel like everyone else does uh, she had gone and hopped in her ship and then yeah. flew after it and uh tracked it back to where it was and took like a a geological scan of the area and was like then she went back to them and was like, okay, look, I found the nest and we can, 
uh, hunt it. And I was like, cool, Mandalorian's going on a hunt. That's what I like. Okay, and that's that's the aspect of the episode, right, where I'm like, that is what I want to see from a yeah. show called The Mandalorian, right, is yeah. I want to see Mandalorian's hunting shit because they hunt shit i want to see them being mercenaries because they're fucking mercenaries okay i want to see them beating people up all right and doing like some some like super like special forces type shit you know like we infiltrate we assassinate we murder 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 kill 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 (laughs) you know blow everything up like that's what you want to see yeah um yeah, so, like, that was cool. So then, like, they lead this little hunting party. They go, they climb up. They, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, The kid's dad is there, and he, you know, gets to, like, my boy. And uh, he's, he jumps too early, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, the bird grabs the kid again and starts to fly away. But they're close enough that they can, like, shoot little thingies in it. And yeah. they, they, like, you know crack it uh long story short they get like pulled along and uh Uh-oh. eventually they like clip one of its wings and it falls into some water after it like dropped the kid and din oh, caught the kid and brought him back to his dad and mm-hmm. uh big bird falls in the um water and the uh the fucking um turtle crocodile thing from like two episodes pops up and snaps it eats it mm. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> then they go back and, uh, Bo-Katan gets a, a new shoulder piece. Um, she basically, you know, asks some questions about the mythosaur, mm-hmm. uh, the mythosaur and that's it. You know, that was the episode. Hey, um, Not so bad. my thoughts there kind of being like, uh, <clears throat> Like, the Mandalorians living in such constant danger feels a little silly, but explainable, you know? Yeah. Whenever you're like, oh, we're supposed to be testing ourselves and always proving our mettle, you know, which they kind of get into in the episode, because there's, like, some talk about, like, smithing and that yeah. sort of stuff with the, the Smith character. I, I don't know what the... I don't know what anyone's fucking names are. <laughs> Um, and then again, like I said before, like this episode felt closer to the better stuff from the first season, uh, the hunts and things. Yeah. Uh, and overall, uh, I enjoyed this episode, even if the, uh, the reason for the plot felt, um, overly contrived. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Uh, how many, is this going to be an eight episode season, 10 episodes? I don't know. I don't pay attention anymore. I can look it up. I just watch until things are done, and then I turn my brain off for another year. Let's see. How many episodes are they going to have? Eight. So this, we're now halfway through, and for what it sounds like, they haven't really accomplished a whole lot. Yeah, I don't know where they're going. Yeah, we're halfway through this season, and from from what you told me just from episodes three and four, like what, like where are we going? Oh, I will say Carl Weathers directed this episode. Oh. Um, I didn't know he was directing any, but, uh, I, it has been my favorite episode of the season so far. So that's something. Nice. Do you think Carl Weathers played paintball? Probably not, but you know, he 
He's a big guy. Yes. Have you ever seen Predator? I have. A long time ago. I've also seen Alien v. Predator. Wow. Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers are not in that movie, so... Wild. Alien vs. Predator was one of those movies we had on DVD, and on car trips, we would watch it on the fucking DVD player, like... Yeah, I think the like first the time I saw it, like the sixteen-hour drives up to Pennsylvania, we would watch it like three or four times. Yeah, I think I, I think I saw it on a trip to like Georgia when I, like my family was staying at my uncle's house, and I think it was on like HBO or Stars or one of those channels. And I was like, "What is this idea?" And I watched it, and I liked it. Wow, you liked it? I think so. <laughs> I mean, this is... This, Do you I'm, moan effeminately during sex? Yes. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I moan effeminately while watching Alien vs. Predator. The main character is a it female. It going. All right, what else we got? What else we got? Mandalorian. Uh, Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Bad Batch, for me, has been, like, each episode has been really hit or really miss. Um, last episode, last week's episode, mm-hmm. uh, was boring. It was like big tsunami kind of episode. And maybe it's just cause I live in Florida, but like water doesn't scare me. Um, <laughs> yeah. In case, in case you didn't know, we are Florida men. Every fucking hurricane that comes through, I stand outside and I piss into the wind. Okay. <laughs> cause you can't fucking stop me. We live surrounded by water. I, I live um yeah i don't know it was just it was like a real filler throwaway kind of episode but then this week's episode uh kind of different um which is it's weird because it almost feels formulaic in that it's been like filler episode plot episode filler episode plot episode filler episode plot episode so like episode 12 was a really good episode. Uh, Crosshair, who's the like the bad boy one, he's been working mm-hmm. with the Empire. He's been like an actual villain yeah. last season. Um, he in episode twelve like sees what this little contingent of clones has been going through and is like really emotionally affected by it. Mm-hmm. And then the Imperial officer that's with them is a fucking dickhead. So at the end of the episode, he fuck he straight up shoots him in the back. He just shoots him in the back. And you're like, wow. That's that's I mean, that's pretty dark for something yeah. that a lot of people would consider a kid's show. Um And then episode thirteen is uh they show up on an island and <clears throat> It's like the the good guys again, you know, not crosshair. Mm-hmm. Um, the island is cool. There's uh, some trimble, trimmers. There's a, a trembling in the foundations, and then like a big a big big wave come, and you know it's like tension and like oh is everyone gonna get high enough so that the water doesn't do do bad bad water things to them and um (laughs) to be fair the water does like knock away a lot of the homes on the lower areas uh 
So it is like some some sort of IRL flooding issue type uh, things. Um, mm-hmm. I just have to shit talk storms and things because uh, if you let them win, then they'll come back and beat you up again. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just like a a fairly uneventful episode, I guess, as far as like the ongoing plot goes. And then this episode was again pretty good. Uh, because they figure out that, like, there's a episode kind of opens up with some clones, uh, doing a jailbreak kind of thing. There's a prison transfer going on and they pop in, cut a hole in the other ship and then, uh, run and gun through the ship to get these three clones out. And then they get out, they bring the information partially encrypted to the, the bad batch who then is able to like fully decrypt it. Mm-hmm. They figure out um, about this like secret prison kind of thing going on. And yeah. uh, they realize that Crosshair <clears throat> is there and he had sent them a message at one point, uh, which you see him do in the episode. He kind of like does his own little mini escape and sends a message and then gets like recaptured and so now they know about him trying to potentially protect them or they bring up like or he could be trying to lure us into a trap again um but they decide to act on it so that's you know kind of where the show ends off Mm -hmm. but you're like okay cool like there was plot there was cool things going on um goes a little dark like they're torturing crosshair for yeah a lot um so yeah well maybe i'll have to give that one a try too yeah i mean that one again like all the animated stuff like i was saying earlier it kind of runs the quality gamut where it's like uh yeah good bad good bad good good bad bad good yeah is it like, I don't know, Clone Wars always kind of felt like broken up to me. Like it didn't feel like it, I don't know, it It felt like they really like tried to push like having like these, each episode be like its own like standalone thing that like. I mean, that was really only for the, I want to say the first season. But I mean, that's really all I got into with it. Like, I, I don't know, just like watching it. Yeah, you got to watch a lot of the, like, two-parter type episodes, because those are the ones oh, that gotcha. tell, like, the the better storylines. Like, yeah. I think, like, episode five is you see some newer clones on a, like, relay station or something like that, and mm-hmm. uh, the droids infiltrate, and, like, a bunch of these fucking clones get just exploded, and... Yeah. Like, one of them blows himself up to, like, keep oh, the, the base safe, you know? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Again, that's that's a bit darker than you would expect from a kid's show. Yeah. Well, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to revisit, revisit the animated I don't understand series. why they can't do that in, like, a live-action show, though, you know? Not allowed. Like, they can't. dude goes for the Republic and blows himself up, like... Yeah, never. They could never. It's too realistic. (laughs) 
too realistic. Too realistic. All right, so that's all the show catch-ups. Um, that, that, all that to say that uh, Mandalorian has finally had an upswing rather than the, the triple downswing that the last three episodes have been. And then yeah. Bad Batch continues to go up and down. Yeah. Okay, so if we're going to do this, this watch-through, are we just going to watch... Are we just going to watch one and talk about it? Or are we planning to watch multiple and discuss them within one episode? Uh, I mean, I had planned on just one at a time. Just because... Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to talk about with each movie. Yeah. Like, I watched A New Hope uh, two days ago. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, I got a lot to talk about with it. Yeah. No, that's fine. We, I mean, we can go to a deep analysis of, of each Yeah. Each episode. Like, <laughs> ever seen that dude Mahler on YouTube? No. Oh, my God, dude. He's like a... I guess you would call him like a video essayist. But oh, okay. uh, he's in there with like Critical Drinker and some other people. Um, mm-hmm. He's got like eight hours of critical analysis of uh, like The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. Um, Yeah. Like each of his videos are like two and a half hours long. Yeah. It's the kind of shit that like you go, oh, I'm going to be playing Total War today. I guess I'll just put this on in the background. Just listen through it. Yeah. Unless you're Jake, in which case you might drop a frame. So you got to have your whole PC devoted to only uh, running one I, program. I, was gonna say, I, don't, I don't even think Linux can run two, those simultaneously. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you can be like trying to hack every program while... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? For what? For like main topics? Yeah, we still we, we still do some main what topics. What did you bring? Those are all my main topics. No, I mean I was just going off. When you want to this talk was about like, this was like the intro Star Wars episode, so like Clown Girls. What? I keep getting recommended Clown Girls on Instagram. <laughs> what, what? What? So first Botox for a minute, and now you're getting recommended yeah, Clown Girls. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? You you've got some weird searches on Google, I, I assume. <laughs> Here's the other thing. The other thing about Instagram has been pissing me off. Like, I haven't even been opening Instagram lately because it just makes me mad. Yeah. But, like, whenever Instagram's just recommending shit to you, it'll be like, oh, funny meme girl. And you're like, okay, let's go see some of her other posts. And then it's like, all OnlyFans fucking advertisements. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus Christ, dude. I got fucking yeah, bamboozled again. You're fucked up. So, wait, wait, wait. When you say clown girls, yes. what do you mean by clown girls? I mean, girls wearing, like, clown makeup. That's that's a weird side of Instagram I've never been on. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, the one, the one that I followed because she she wasn't an OnlyFans <laughs> content creator, as far as I know. Uh, what the fuck is her name? Her name is Miss Size Doesn't Matter. <laughs> 
Oh, no. Um, Miss Size Doesn't Matter the Clown. That's her name. Uh, she, her, Clown Girl's real estate agent slash financial advisor, Doritos affiliate. Um, I'm going to be honest. Most of her posts are kind of cringe. And I just laugh at the fact that it's cringe. And, like, the fact that she is correctly creating cringe content, right? Yeah. Um, Because it takes, like, a special kind of person to make content that isn't like, oh, I'm trying to be funny, and it's not funny, so it's cringe. But, like, I'm trying to be cringe, and it is, so it becomes funny, you know? Yeah. So, like, that's the spot that she hits for me. Probably won't hit that spot for everyone. It'll probably just be, I don't know, weird or off-putting, but... um. I, I don't know how I feel about this. She's literally just just wearing clown makeup. She's wearing clown makeup. I've I've never never seen this. No. Clown girls real estate agent slash financial advisor, Doritos affiliate. Yeah. You know, Doritos kinda sound good right now. <laughs> she's no. doing she's doing her job, Not you know. After I, you see her Doritos I, ads. Oh god. <laughs> Like, I read that, and it, it just it made me want some nachos Doritos. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> can't help you there, pal. Yeah, that's... So, male Botox, clown girls. Um, yeah, no, my, my, my targeted ads are not nearly as, uh, as, like, interesting as that. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm an odd one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear fucking having seizures and watching clown gonna, girls. I was gonna say you spent you spent a lot of you spent a lot of time at like home last two weeks watching fucking Star Wars video essays. <laughs> it happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. We, I guess we could move on to uh, irrelevant. 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 You're just trying to skip over book club, huh? Oh, shit, I forgot about book club. Yeah, because you don't read, do you? I don't. (laughs) All right, so Neuromancer. All right, final thoughts. Um, I talked... Yeah, I talked last time about it. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, it was timely because AI comes into it in a lot of parts and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Neuromancer. uh, A beautiful story about uh, a guy just trying to make it through the world. Yeah. don't spoil it. I'm going to read it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. Um, my final score, I'm going to say like a nine, probably a nine and a half out of ten. Nice. Um, a truly foundational piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Gibson did a phenomenal job with it. Uh, he manages to walk that line between prose and just writing a novel yeah um so there's like some truly beautiful writing in certain parts and i think it really captures like not only the feeling but like the aesthetic that eventually became cyberpunk right so he wrote this in a pre-cyberpunk world yeah and people came up with the word cyberpunk 
to describe what he had written. Uh, that's so how he's like the grandfather of it. Um, uh, he'd probably argue with you on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a wonderful piece, truly wonderful. I'll have to read it. You do. <clears throat> All right. And then the other one that I knocked out in uh, like a week, basically, a uh, shorter piece. It's called Roadside Picnic. Um, according to Wikipedia, uh, described it as a philosophical science fiction novel by Soviet Russian authors Arkady and Boris Strugatsky, written 1971, published 1972. Um <clears throat> This one might sound familiar if you've ever played the Stalker game. Uh, there was also a movie by Andrei Tarkovsky, uh, director of some of no little fame, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made a 1979 film, uh, Stalker, that used a screenplay by the the same authors, uh, the Strugatsky brothers. Strugatsky brothers. Um, that book also very good however I kind of wish that I hadn't um, Uh, really just for the final chapter (laughs) (laughs) I wish that I had it in print and not audiobook because Uh. uh, again it's translated from Russian so the final chapter is where things start to get a little uh, kooky. Um, and I really wish that I had was just able to reread certain sentences a couple times. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I ended up listening to the, the last chapter uh, twice. Nice. Um, just to make sure I'd really gotten it. Yeah. Um, hmm. It was very good. I see why it's easy to see why it was so popular in its time. Um, there was also like a pretty interesting afterword that uh, I think Boris Strugatsi, Boris of the brothers, <laughs> had written. Um, where he talked about how difficult it was to get it published. Because I guess they wrote three books at the same time Mm -hmm. as a sort of like anthology sort of thing. And getting them published was apparently really difficult because the censors kept, like it was the USSR. So the Uh, censors kept coming back and being like, we have issues with all of these things. And they'd be like, what do you mean we can't say shit and fuck? <laughs> uh, so the version of the book that I listened to was actually um, a more recent one where Boris had gone back through and taken out a lot of the uh, censored stuff. Yeah, so it's uh, kind of more true to the uh, More original. true to the original, yeah. yeah. Um, I recommend it, especially if you're a fan of science fiction. It definitely has a like an earlier science fiction sort of feel to it. You've got like, you're almost Asimovian protagonist. Like 
a, a real man's man kind of dude. Um, likes to fight, is the best at his job. You know, he's like one yeah. of those kind of guys. And like just to watch how he changes over the course of the story and see how mm-hmm. like the world that they live in is not a good world. And it fucking yeah. tears people apart. And uh, watching how that happens in the story is crushing. Um, that said, <laughs> loved it. Recommend it. Um, only because I, I feel like I have to compare it to... <sighs> I don't know. Like... Maybe it's because it's a translation, and I, I'm not getting like the original language of it. It doesn't seem to ring as prosaic as certain other yeah. pieces that I've read from approximately the same era. Um, I also have not read very broadly in. Uh, like USSR science fiction or I guess Soviet science fiction or like Eastern Bloc, Eastern European science fiction. Uh, most of the stuff that I've read has been American or English. So that said, mm-hmm. if you like kind of kind of spookier um alieny type stories this goes into like alien stuff so everyone likes some alien stuff yeah numerically i think i'll give it an eight because i did like it uh but i feel like i'd because it's a translation i'm missing out on some of the yeah original language Hmm. i'll also say if you really wanted to write an essay on uh, like anti-capitalist themes in Soviet science fiction, it would be like the perfect book for it. Hmm. Um, that said, if you're like maximalist capitalist, I think you could also enjoy the book. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's book club this week. Thanks. Irrelevant? You got anything? Or am I going to keep talking? Um, no. Nah, I mean, I guess we can we can talk about, and I know we, we kind of already discussed this, but I think my only thing would be just a, an update on the, the status of the the good old magic Lord of the Rings. Because um, I know we discussed the... Oh, is there news there? Uh, I think we talked about the money grab. The, uh, the one of one, grab. the one of one printing of the one ring that they're going to be releasing. Uh, yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of an interesting take on how, I know we discussed the, the possible market manipulation by like essentially <laughs> announcing that they're going to release this ring and then potentially like having either giving it to someone that'll never reveal that they have it or like all these other people that are just like, what if I bought one pack one singular pack yeah. of those cards and I got the one ring and then I proposed <laughs> to 
help oh you. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, Shelby, this magic card is worth more than a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it, it potentially. I mean, it could potentially go to, for like a million. That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be the only one ever printed of it. It's a one of one. I'm like the most expensive magic card ever was a. I think it was a. Black Lotus. Yeah, I think it was the the BGS. It was the uh, Beckett graded um, Black Lotus ten, you know, gem mint. I think it was eight hundred K. So, huh? Yeah. So yeah. Who knows? I mean, we'll find out once it releases. You know, maybe someone will get it and, and announce that they got it, or you're gonna have all these investor whales. You know, pay someone off to keep it quiet, and then they're just gonna you know continually. Dump their loads of collector's boxes as they continue to drive the price up. Guess we'll see. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not a fan of um, these games anymore. Yeah, I enjoy I, I enjoy playing, but anymore. I think I, you know I've cooled down on, on buying. It's just it's a money pit, and it's very clear what Hasbro and Wizards want, and that's just to take all our money. So you know. I'm yeah. just gonna I'm just gonna play with the cards I have, or you know, there's nothing whoa, wrong with whoa, it. If, whoa, if you're just surely not Hasbro uh, top ten eth- most uh, ethically uh, no. rated businesses of <laughs> of 2022. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's no way that they're just trying to like money grab by printing a 101 copy of the ring. That's a truly odd move. I don't know why they would do that because. They can just can they they as well they, as the they investors just can just do what they normally do and make like the super rare cards like tournament uh, prizes. I don't know. Like, do your super fucking rare one, you know? Yeah. And use it as the tournament prizes. Because tournaments are well, that's not where they're making their money. They're making their money from the schlubs <laughs> throwing four hundred four hundred dollars. For a box of cards, four hundred dollars. That shit's fucking insane. Yeah, it is. Can, like, can we just go back to where every single box of Magic cards was like a hundred dollars? Just that's it. They were like, they were like eighty bucks back in the day. Yeah, they ranged eighty to hundred somewhere in there, depending. And now it's like you got five different kinds of booster boxes every time a new set comes out, and they range from like ninety dollars to here, throw four hundred dollars at us, and maybe you'll get like a borderless alternate art version of fucking Soul Ring. <laughs> Soul Ring, which to that's the other thing. So um, along with use that in sixty card, yeah. Well. And this you're going to be able to because guess what? Oh no, I guess it, I guess it is just for the the commander. So like they have like a separate, like within Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings set. They're having like the commander cards that are like not legal in the set, but like legal in commander. Why do you think Brawl never blew up? Because it everyone would just play commander. Like no one wants to play a lessened version of commander. They just want to yeah, play. It probably commander. takes like a quarter as much time to fucking make a deck for it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the other thing is, um, and not only do they have the one of one serialized ring, they're doing another 1900 serialized cards. All of Soul Ring, 
with different arts. There is art for the Elvish Rings of Power, which They're is... They're doing 1,900 solar rings? They are. Um, serialized, it's 300 of the Elven Rings, obviously 700 of the Dwarven Rings, and 900 of the Human Rings. Wow, so thematic. Tolkien would be fucking pissed if he knew we were doing this. I'm going to go tell him. I mean... I'm going to go tell him. His estate sold out. They fucking sold out. Fucking Simon. They dude. sold out all over the place. There's a guy ever just wanted a fucking gut punch. It's Simon. Yep. In Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> gut punch him in Minecraft. <laughs> they, let, they let Amazon get their hands on it. They let Hasbro get their hands on it. And now look where we're at. Here, you know what? There you Sat go. There's Sauron. There's Sauron's art for you. You like that? You like that art? Oh, he's red and black. Who'd have thought? No. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Why does he look like a stupid hammerhead shark? That, that's... I'm not a fan. Not a fan of the art. Sauron the lidless eye? Yeah. The is names that, The names that they're giving... Is that a fucking name that he had somewhere in the book? No, no way. I don't think so. When Sauron, the lidless eye, enters the battlefield, gain control of target creature and opponent controls until end of turn. Untap it against haste until end of turn. Pay three creature and call it. Actually, you know what? He would be the perfect commander for that theft sack deck that I, uh, I yeah. used to want to make. Well, there you go. Now you can buy him. Because it's when he enters the battlefield, right? Yeah. So you just flash him as often as you can. Yeah. You just build a flash stick around him. Or uh, not flash the fucking yeah. blink. But yeah, you have you have Sauron the the side. You have Aragorn and Arwen wed. You have Gandalf the Grey, Frodo, Sauron's bane, Samwise the stout-hearted, uh, Gollum, patient plotter, and that's like all of the characters that they've teased so far. Oh, including Tom Bombadil. Where's Faramir? They don't have it yet. Although there is a card called Reprieve, which is just like a two-drop instant that um, has uh, Faramir and Eowyn in the uh, in the art for it. Is he like in the hospital bed? No, they're like standing. I, I don't. They're like standing. It, it looks like they're just like in like. Because like I'm, I'm pretty sure they only talk in a hospital bed. I could be wrong here. No, but. no. I think I think it's like it's from when they're like at the like whole crowning ceremony in Minas Tirith when like oh. Aragorn gets crowned and all that. Because like they it, in the I know in the at the end of the third movie they were like together during that whole thing. Well, I think they get married eventually. Yeah, but that's that's kind of what it looks like. It looks like they're like standing there in Minas Tirith and like during that that whole ceremony. There's also a card for uh, you cannot pass. That's weird. Did they, they like say that or something in the movie? No, no way. No, I don't think they did. They said that in like The Hobbit. There's the Mount Doom, Legendary Land, the Shire, Legendary Land, and then there's Lorien Brooch. So yeah. I mean, Lorien's gonna be a Legendary Land, right? Um, forest. I mean, so they, it's they, probably they, planes, actually. No, they, they, haven't, they haven't shown one yet. They just have the they just have the brooch, which is an artifact equipment. Actually, it'll probably be a swamp. 
Yeah, Mount Doom is obviously black red. The Shires, the the Shires, a legendary land that's just green. So, what? Yeah, the Shires just green, mono green. What the fuck? And then you pay two mana, tap an untapped creature you control, and create a food token. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done talking about magic. I hate this. What do you got? What do you got for irrelevant? Oh, uh, well, the Steam game, the Steam Spring sa- Sale. <laughs> are, are you plugging? Is this a, is this an ad? The Steam Spring Sale. I wish, dude. Could you imagine if we were sponsored by Steam? Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. I don't think Steam does sponsor. They don't need to do sponsorships. They don't. If you're a gamer, you you Steam. But maybe we could be the first. I'll uh. I'll text Gabe. Yeah, text Gabe. We'll have our people talk to his people. uh, Because the Steam Spring Sale is going on, I decided I would get a couple of 40K, Warhammer 40K games that have always been there and I haven't had. Yeah. So I got Warhammer 40K Space Marine from 2011. Yeah. A third-person hack-and-slash shooter. I also got Warhammer 40K Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. A 2022 uh, turn-based tactical RPG. Now let me tell you something. Son. Yeah. I've been playing Space Marine, all right? Now, back in the day when it first came out, I remember not liking it. Okay. Trying to play it again, I still don't like it. <laughs> now, this puts me in the in the 4% of Google <laughs> reviews. 96% of people like Space Marine. Do you think they actually like it for the game that it is, or do you think they like it because people jerk off over 40K? I think they like it because... It's a half-decent 40K game. Yeah. And they've been abused when it comes to games. Yeah. Um, People want their 40K content, it's, and they're willing to take mediocrity for it. Like, it was 2000, like, it's 2011, right? So I try to think about, like, what other games were big in 2011. Uh, like, Black Ops 2 was coming out, maybe? I don't know. Skyrim came out in 2011. I feel like, was, um, when did Demon Souls come out? Had to have been. Maybe that was Dark Souls. I think Dark Souls came out in 2011. Um, anyway, it was like, it's very on the rails. Uh, you got your, like, four guns or whatever, so it's, like, vaguely... Yeah, Dark Souls was 2011. It's, like, vaguely Gears of war you know, because you yeah. got, like, four weapon slots. Mm-hmm. Um, but my issue, right, is that a better... Better Warhammer shooters have come out since then, right? So, like, you're a Space Marine with a bolter, a bolt gun. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm shooting fucking orcs. It should only take one or two rounds for them to fucking explode to death with these bolts. Yeah. Bolters. I, I feel like I'm just fucking hosing them down with bullets it feels like it's a fucking m16 right yeah 
uh, a little a little dinky an automatic like M4, you know, and they just keep running at me, and I'm like, they should be dead. Now juxtapose that to the bolt gun in like Dark Tide, right? Yeah. The bolt gun in Dark Tide has 15 rounds, so you know you're gonna have to reload it, and it t- it's a son of a bitch to reload. Uh, but you see two bulwarks, right? Two augurin with shields running up on you, and you just fucking drop the hammer on them from the hip, and then motherfuckers die. They explode to death. Their chunks go everywhere. They die to death. Yeah. All right? That doesn't happen in Space Marine. And the issue there, right, is that in Space Marine, you're playing a Space Marine, an angel of death, one of the Emperor's created the Hardy Boys. children. Some, the sons of the primarchs who are the sons of the emperor, right? Whereas yeah. in Dark Tide, you're playing a fucking uh, <laughs> a jailbroken <laughs> a, yeah. hoodlum. Uh, yeah, you're playing an up-jumped uh, prison inmate. Yeah, um, who eventually uh, gets accepted into the Inquisition. Yeah. Uh, like you're you're playing your dark heresy fantasy. Yeah. Um, That just, I don't know. That makes me mad. And also, the game feels clunky to me. Like, maybe it felt better in 2011, but in today's standards, it feels clunky. Do you think number two, which comes out sometime this year, is going to be better? I think it will be better. Um, I think, like... That one felt like it was very much made for consoles, right? And I'm playing on PC. Yeah. That's another another side of this. The controls on PC are not great. Yeah. Um, and I can't be fucked to plug it, my controller in. Okay. Um, I think that whenever this year's comes out, which it'll probably be coming out in like November, maybe even September. Like yeah. That one did. They have, they have no actual date. Just 2023 on here. Yeah, um, and I mean, the way the games industry is lately, it'll probably get pushed back six months. Yeah, all um, the time. I'm just hoping, like, if they make it smoother and if they make it so that bolters feel better, I think I would be happy. Yeah. Well, um, one can hope. One may hope. One might. One could. I mean, the screenshots from what they've released so far look pretty good. Yeah. So. My other issue is that you're forced to play as an ultramarine. And I, I think that they're the worst. You just want to play as a blood angel. I mean, blood angels are the best. Yeah. They're the most beautiful sons of the emperor. <laughs> they all just, they all just want sanguineous. No, they all want Horus. They want to murder Horus. Well, yeah, but they're all gay for sanguineous. They're not gay for Sanguinius. Sanguinius died. But they, they they love him. Yeah, like a father. They're gay for him. <laughs> for our audio listeners, he's getting a big squint right now. All right, the other game, uh, you might be more interested in this one because uh, you play as Grey Knights. Um, it's 
So it's like squad-based uh, tactical RPG, right? So it's, uh, sorry, turn-based tactical RPG. Uh, you play as a group of Grey Knights who have recently uh, dealt with a motherfucker. Uh, he was a demon. Your um, captain died in battle with a demon. Mm-hmm. So you are acting as commander now. And uh, your your ship is fucked, right? So you're like, okay, we yeah. got to go back to Titan because that's where the Grey Knights are based. And whenever we get back to Titan, we can get our ship fixed up and everything will be good. Now, what happens is, what always happens in Space Marine stories is an Inquisitor shows up and they go, hey, motherfucker, it's my time. And she is rude and not nice to you. <laughs> and so, but she's she's like cute in an anime girl kind of way. Uh. So you go, yes, my lord, I'll do anything for you. Um, you're just simping. Yes. Uh, you would do. Um, <laughs> so she is, you know, like, Hey, there's some like corruption stuff going on. And then you go help her, uh, even though your ship's fucked. So yeah. then you're playing kind of like a Mech Warriors 5 kind of thing where like you're slowly trying to make your ship and your you know all of your like your barracks better and upgrade your shit and you're trying to like keep your dudes alive on these little individual missions and you can like kit them out differently. Yeah. This one is this this is Chaos Gate, right? That you're talking about? Yeah, Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. Yeah. Uh pretty well reviewed as well if i remember correctly um i think it was like a nine out of ten on steam and like a 4.1 out of five on one of the other big ones yeah um it's good it's a good game um i will say i was playing on like the standard difficulty and one of my little map spots yeah i fucked up and it got like more corrupted than I should have let it. And I went and tried to do the mission for it. And I got severely punished for it. Damn. It was bad. It's very bad. So at least a challenge. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. If you like games like Mech Warriors or like the Battletech type stuff where you've you've got your ship and your your little Yeah all your little dudes that you got to like outfit differently. Um, oh. You'd probably like this. I, I might grab this one because I like Grey Knights. It looks it looks good. So. Yeah. I don't think there's any multiplayer in it, though. Yeah, um, that's all right. Which is weird because I, I could see it being a pretty good little skirmish game, honestly. Yeah. Where, like, you've got your... You've got your fucking uh, Grey Knights, and then the other person is playing, like, Plague Marines. Oh, um, uh, yeah. They're approximately comparable, so. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, like, DLC. Have you gotten that? Yeah, I haven't really gotten to that point, though. Oh, okay. I've only had, like, one or two sit-downs with it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to have to grab that one. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. It's a good one. Is that it? Yeah. No, All I'm good. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you stuck around this long, thanks for sticking around this long. 
once again, I am Andrew Weaver. With me is yeah, Scott Kelly. Scott Kelly. And I'm here. And he's and, here. Yeah, next time, uh, next time, I guess we'll be talking some more Star Wars. We'll be talking A New Hope. And... And that's it. Okay, bye-bye. I love you. Uh, thank you again, Kyle, for letting us record here and use your equipment um, at the Foundry, Daytona. Uh, if you need an office or you need a rent day space or do, if, you, if you just want to hang out with Kyle. Um, <laughs> if you want to co-op, work, work co-op. Daytona. Okay, bye. <laughs>